Hello and welcome to All The Overs. I'm Terry. I'm Cheese. I'm Owen. And I'm Robin. Hey! We have Robin Das joining us this evening on the final podcast of the season. How are you, Robin? Yeah, good, thank you. And uh, thank you for having me on. Well, we're absolutely thrilled to have you. It's lovely to see you. Um, what, have, what have you been up to um, since the end of the season? Uh, I think just some uh, good, like, this has been good to be relaxing, spend some time with family that you don't always get that much time to during the season. But um, yeah, I've had a good few weeks off and I'm off to South Africa in a couple of weeks for the winter to, to play some club cricket there, which is good. Oh, that sounds really exciting. So um, something to look forward to. And, and obviously it's been a really good season. Uh, we've got a few questions for you. So um, if we could launch into those and obviously at the end, if there's anything you want to ask us, by all means do, but uh, nothing too difficult, obviously. Um, so to start off with, um, what was it like scoring a century on debut against Ireland? Yeah, no, it was um, it was quite a special feeling, I think. Obviously, being just given the chance to make your first class debut and that being against a touring side was like pretty special and um, I was really excited for the opportunity and then on the field like it couldn't have really gone much better it's one of those things you kind of dream about but you never know if that's ever really going to happen so I guess to have a day like that on debut is is quite special and probably something I won't forget for for a long time. Well so that means you're in the wisdom forever now doesn't it I believe? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think the most, um, the biggest thing I was probably looking forward to was being actually on the on the board, on the honours board in the pavilion. That that will be quite cool once it actually goes up there. I think for next year. Oh, that's really cool. Well, congratulations on that. It's absolutely fantastic, and obviously, I know everyone else is going to be super proud of you. Um, so um, over to uh, Cheese now. Yeah, I mean. I guess it's been a great season on the whole, but how, how's everyone feeling about coming runners up after, you know, chasing for so long and it being really nip and tuck right down to the end? Yeah, I think um, I think specifically in the in the championship, um, I think we did so well to push Surrey so close, considering we had like quite a lot of misfortune at the start of the season with weather. I think a couple of those games, I think there were ones in, the examples are Surrey, where we lost a day to rain, and Kent, where we lost a day to rain at the start of the season. If those look, if those went our way, then it probably would have been a different outlook going into the last few games where we were kind of um, fighting against it and had like quite a lot of ground to make up. But um, I think the morale was always really high in the in the squad. Um, we we went on such a good run. I think we won six in a row and. I think something like that is is pretty special to be a part of um, around the dressing room. So, um, yeah, I think I think overall, even though we weren't, it wasn't to be to to win the championship this year. We made a really good run at it, and we will be in good stead for for next season, hopefully. Fantastic! Thank you so much, um, Owen. Yeah, I was wondering if um, obviously you sort of big breakthrough season for. Most Essex fans suddenly they they now know Robin Robin Das is quite quite well with you. You had a good run in the one day stuff as well. So have you got any personal goals for twenty twenty four going forward for next next season? Yeah, um, I think I think obviously the season starts with Championship cricket. Um, 
with a couple of people leaving this year, there potentially could be a couple more opportunities. Um, our Red Bull side has been really hard to break into, particularly for batsmen in the last few years. So, um, uh, and I ended the season reasonably well with the second team. So, I hope if I can keep putting in the work and keep putting in the work over this winter and come back for the start of the season in a good place, there there could be some opportunities there. And then with the white ball stuff, I think um, like being able to play uh, and play a decent part in the T20 comp for the majority of the tournament this season was uh, um, really, really good for me. And um, I, I just hope if the same opportunities will be around next year, I can put in similar performances, if not better, and hopefully we can make another good run at it um, to, towards the, the finals day like we did this year. And, and hopefully the same happens in the championship where we're in and amongst it. You think like that, that I, I think with this last half decade Essex have had the fans now sort of almost expecting victories like the finals day felt like it, it wasn't like oh a finals day like it probably was 10 years ago it now feels like oh we didn't win do you, is the player do players feel that pressure at all um I don't I don't think so I think when you to be able to get to finals day like you have to play a lot of really good cricket against really good teams over quite a long period of time so everyone's sort of excited by it but also the pressure is that like you know you're playing against good teams like you won't to get to finals day you you wouldn't have just been lucky like you had to put in performances over a long time so that's you you know like the challenges that you'll face but I think the confidence that we took winning those last few games even though they were close it looked like we had like really good momentum um I think we were very confident going into finals day. Yeah, nice. I was going to say, like, whilst we've got you here, we shouldn't be super serious. We should do the fun ones as well. And I was going to ask, like, when you're getting ready to bat or you're coming to the grounds, your morning routine, have you got like a go to song that always gets you in the mood and prepares you to like, I don't know, relax or you feel motivates you? Um, to, be, to be honest, uh, I don't actually like listen to music, but luckily, like around the T20 days, um, like the DJ always puts on some good songs whilst we're warming up. Um, but um, I can't remember what that song's called, but the song we always used to go out to in the T20 last uh it's like a quite typical t20 song i can find it on my phone actually uh it might take me 30 seconds that's okay we love talking about music um on the pod we're constantly trying to work out what some of the songs are i mean there's the the the, 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 the one you know you know when yeah yeah we don't know what it is and no one's able to tell us should be able to find it um and then you've got the really cool one that's um i think it's got brass in it it's like yeah so that i actually reckon that one's my favorite (laughs) (laughs) yeah that one that one tends to raise the roof at chelmsford yeah Um, yeah. and the must die oh that's atmospheric that's really cool in uh in the build-up 
Well, it's a bit of a banger, to be fair, when that goes on. I have to say, I think Essex uh, Essex DJ needs um, whoever that is needs a little bit of um, bit of love and a bit of uh, kudos because uh, it's it's always banging tunes down at Essex. You, yeah, a hundred percent. I think what helps obviously is the atmosphere is so good. I think um, always whenever we play, like it doesn't matter if we're playing on a Monday or a Sunday, and even if there are a, a few empty seats, we always seem to get really really good support and they are like a 12 a 12 eagle but um, you really feel it I think opposition they a lot of players don't like coming to Chelmsford for a T20 day which is, which is quite funny I like that they've got to walk out to the probably the drunkest part of the crowd that bit on the uh, literally yeah yeah no that is so funny well Fortress Chelmsford not called Fortress yeah. for uh, for no reason so yeah he's exactly. <laughs> yeah, definitely going to battle um uh my my question, um, which is, um, and take this however you like, um, what is, would if you had to single down like one favourite Essex performance of yours, and that could be one that you were in, one that you've watched, uh, historic, it could be uh, more recent. What have you got one in mind that really stands out for you as an Essex? It doesn't it doesn't matter what side it is. Um, I think my first game in the blast this year when we played Gloucestershire I think I'd just come off the 100 against Ireland and um, like I wasn't expecting to play but um, Pep's got a finger injury a couple of days out from the game and then I ended up playing and it was like a our first blast game at home so really good atmosphere and we chased down like 180 or 190 and I got um, I got 60 odd and that was like a like that first feeling of scoring runs in a competitive uh in a competitive game like like obviously the Ireland game was a good game but it wasn't like a blast game or a championship game so that was a that was a really good feeling and be, like being able to do that in front of the home fans I think is is a really cool experience yeah that was really good um so this is a final one from me I've always been fascinated by what your life is like as a professional especially at the county championship games where you're with the team for four days what do you, when you obviously we know what, you, what goes on for during the sessions we, we're there watching it but when you've finished and the crowd's gone home what actually happens do you guys go for a meal together do you have free time like what what goes on with, because you're there for such, such a long time together um yeah I think it, it depends so like depending on whether we play home or away it's a little bit different if we're playing away so like we're all together in the hotel Basically, majority of the lads will probably go get dinner together and spend most of the time together for the rest of the day until people decide to go to sleep. Um, for a home game, generally we'll like probably chill in the changing room for like another 30 or 40 minutes because playing a full day's cricket a lot of the time takes it out of you. No one really wants to go straight home after that. But I think after like the, the little while of all the lads like just chilling for a bit, people tend to go home and just do their own thing. Fair enough. Like, if, if, like, the Overland Lords, do you guys bother with the hotel or do you just, like, most people, I, I, I see most of you live East London way, so do you just go home after those ones? Uh, no, to be fair, we probably stay. We'll probably stay because um, I think away games, it's good to, like, stay together as a team and then travel together rather than sort of, but, like, there's, if you don't want to stay in the hotel, then there is that option as well. Cool. Awesome. But, well, well, sorry, 
apologies uh, there was a slight delay there and I started talking um it has been so lovely to meet you Robin um and it's it's been um an exciting season um Essex have you know really pulled some fantastic performances out of the bag and and you know going into next season we're certainly all behind all of you um so have a really fantastic time in uh, South Africa. Um, have a great flight, good journey. Um, and hopefully we can uh, catch up with you on the other side when we're uh, prepping for the next season. Yeah, no, definitely. Thank you very much for having for having me and um, have, have good winters. Yeah, cheers, Robin. Cheers. Take care. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. What a good egg. It was lovely. Was it? Absolutely delightful. What a thoroughly decent chap um and uh yeah i liked his uh response about the music as well so yeah i, I, feel, <laughs> I feel a little bit starstruck <laughs> i'm perfectly honest the pod there. sorry end the pod there yeah well <laughs> st stick a fork in me because i'm done <laughs> well you know i look at the data and it would be like we'd have like aaron turned up we had tripled the amount of people listen to it <laughs> than usual and then they probably just turn off and it's back to us. So like, <laughs> my numbers just drop off at this point. Who are these chumps? Give us what we really came for. <laughs> no, it was that that was a, a lovely a lovely way to be able to wrap up. Um, so obviously we 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 didn't pod um, straight away because obviously we didn't what we wanted to wait for um, the end of the season, but also couple that with the announcement around Cook. So um, we didn't want the podcast to date. Um, so I think we've started the pod in, in the most positive way we can. Um, but obviously this is now going to be a, a relevant pod for the rest of the season, what, so the, re the rest of the winter months. Um, so I think, you know, um, let's, should we start there before we actually start um, talking about the end of the season um, and uh, obviously losing um, because even though we came second, you know, sorry, one um, Cook's retirement. So cheese. Uh, you get first right reply there. I mean, we're saying goodbye to one of the all-time greats there, not just for Essex, but for England. And some would probably argue one of the world's best ever openers. Huge, huge hole to fill. But what a privilege it's been to to watch him for all these years. Yeah, it certainly has. And uh, to be able to, to say that we had one of the greatest cricketers of all time um, during the time that we've been able to pod um, and support Essex. Uh, yeah, I think privilege is, the, is absolutely the right word there, Cheese, you've, you've nailed it. So, um, a bit sad, but, you know, all good things must come to an end at some point, I, I suppose. Um, do you have any thoughts on um, that you wanted to share on the, that, Owen? Um, don't really, I mean, I was hoping for one more year, to be honest. And I thought I was one of the things I was hoping to win the championship for was I thought if if the euphoria of that would probably get him to sign a one year extension deal. Mm. But that's one of the things I was really pushed. Obviously, winning championships is amazing, and and, and if the whole club feels it. Um, and we're lucky to have done it a couple of times the last few years. But yeah, it just I, it just yeah, she she said it's hard to I think when the when you got the the world of cricket much more knowledgeable and better people than us saying about great things about him it's hard to add to that but but Essex perspective I just think it's so amazing how how he acts around the club that I've I, mean, I don't know the guy but he never 
gives the persona of I'm better than this or I used to play for England or, you know, that stuff. Which when we've had superstars come to Essex, not the players are saying, but I've, superstars have played for other teams, come to Essex and their demeanour around is if like, I, I, I'm better than playing in front of 3,000 people on a Thursday afternoon. Mm. Um, and he, he never got that from Alistair Cook. And and, uh, and from what everyone says about him in the dressing room, he's apparently, he's really good. You know, Terry and I, well, we went for a pint um, middle of summer, wasn't it, together? And we went to the United yeah. and it just happened to be there. And the Essex team happened to be there and Alice Cook was in the middle of it having a pint with everybody. As if, you know, he, the fact, you would never know that a nice of the realm, former England captain, was sat two tables from you. It was just so lovely and that for me is my everyone talk about the centuries and and the amazing stuff and his wonderful wicket he got in test test cricket but for me if those those moments seeing him around Chelmsford and just being a humble man I think that's the that's the real character of the guy and that's what I'll try and remember for yeah the rest of my days I think he kind of um radiates a humble dignity I think is kind of how I would describe it because um He's, as you say, he does. He is one of the most successful cricketers of all time, um, and is just a thoroughly nice chap with it as well. And I think you know his contribution to the club can't be understated. Um, and whilst it's a shame that he wasn't able to go out with a, with a, you know, a, a championship win, um, he certainly has uh, left an indelible mark on the club and on and on cricket in general. So. That would be my little reflection there. So, um, in terms of the actual end of the season, because well, we do, I suppose just quickly discuss uh, who we speculate will fill those boots. You want to do that first? Okay, I was going to round with that, but that's okay. Sorry. No, that's all right. What, while you're on it, Owen, you go. You go for your life. Because uh, for me, it's between are the club going to uh, promote uh, as I think. Robin was hoping to uh, promote some of the, uh, the fringe, not fringe, but the emerging players. Mm. Uh, or do you think, I ha- I feel that we can't start next season aiming for a championship title with two brand new openers in their early 20s. Okay, cheese? Um, well, I think we've just seen it, the replacement on the pod. <laughs> I, I, I think he was. I, I am a hundred percent sure that uh, Mr. Das is going to get into that first team on a lot more consistent basis, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him as an opener. Whether he stays as an opener, I don't know. Um, but I, I think give it a go for a bit at the very least. I actually think Brown is also going. Um, I know that's not announced. I know that's a bit of speculation and we'll see how the rest of the, the summer plays out. But from what I remember of the contract database, his is up for renewal or has just expired. I wouldn't be surprised if he either doesn't fancy not batting with Cook after batting with Cook for basically his career um, or fancies pastures new or as we've said over the course of the season, his performances mean the club don't necessarily want to carry that forward at a time of rebuilding so I actually think it's going to be Mr Das and the club is going to get its checkbook out I would be very surprised if we don't sign a batsman over the course of the summer I mean they they have to don't they Um, yeah I mean we can assume 
that with Lawrence and Cook going, that gives quite a bit of flexibility now in the wage budget. Um, in terms of you can afford to bring a an international player in. Um, I, I, next season, I'll, I'll be very annoyed next season if our other overseas spot goes to another bowler. I mean, I'll be disappointed even with Cook and Lawrence staying. But um, yeah, I think we have, have to do that. And yeah, that that'd be for me a nice partnership, a very a sort of a a, a known quality opener and also um uh yeah what someone like like robin or or, or feroche uh, in that second spot I, I, I don't think brown's gonna um even if he stays on the club i, I he seems like a, I, i've bumped into a couple of times around chelmsford he seems like a lovely guy uh when he always willing to chat to fans which is uh, commendable um but yeah i think he, he might be going towards that more sort of senior player in the second team you know um helping the younger players with their cricketing knowledge, I think that'd be wonderful. Like Paul Pritchard did, was it Paul Pritchard? Well, I think it's Paul Gray. Um, I'm not sure, but definitely a sim, not quite a similar manner to to Chopra and how he left the club. But yeah. that kind of you know transition out, uh, yeah. I see where you're coming from, and I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you've, we've had his. I know Cook and Brown are really, really close, and Cook's often said in interviews that. His favourite opening partner, opening partner ever, partner ever. A lot of his fans have forgotten this in the whole De Brown debate online. Is is Nick Brown? Uh, so I do think when you're having a drop, if you when you're having a dip in form like he has done this season, um, and you've got one of the world's best ever batsmen in your fighting your corner in the dressing room, it's hard for the captain to make that call to drop you. Uh, whereas that that constant voice addressing is now gone and is even a farm in Bedfordshire it's going to be hard it's behind harder now for those voices saying has this guy had his time um not to be a bit, a bit amplified well, he's lost his cheerleader hasn't he basically yeah that's, yes that's better much quicker way of summarizing Terry thank you <laughs> sorry <laughs> that's my job <laughs> pull it together um but no I'm inclined to it I'm inclined to agree with that um but as, as you say, um, this is, I think this is an opportunity, isn't it? Um, whilst it's its absolutely um, sad that, you know, um, Cook is leaving and that, you know, he leaves very big shoes to fill. Ultimately, that presents a, a really fantastic opportunity for somebody else. Um, and I think that's, that's something that we should be able to be excited about and look forward to for next season. Um, you know, that, that's the one, one of the great things about um, getting to the end of the season is that you you then have a fresh slate again in all competitions next year. So for me, I'm 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 just looking forward to well I'm looking forward to Christmas, but I'm I'm also I'm looking forward to next season and seeing um you know what um what the makeup of the the club and what the um, squad's going to look like. Um, yeah. And but I'm I'm inclined to agree with what you said earlier, Cheese. Um, you know, I, I think uh, Robin is, uh, you know, he's. I'd be very surprised not to see him um, in the top spot, um, in one of the top spots very, you know, much more frequently. And I think his assessment of the season um, was very much aligned with what we talked about last time we podded and, you know, how the season kind of been for, for Essex where was very much scuppered by um, those couple of days of, uh, of poor weather. And actually, we might have been looking at quite a different outcome had that not happened. Yeah, so I guess segueing there quite nicely into uh, the Irish Championship season. Uh, one of the things that frustrated me is actually the, the press around it. The, 
the one benefit of us holding out so long for this episode, <laughs> had, it, had it none of you in a month, I probably would have gone like, let's just do something. Um, but the press around, I was reading some of it this morning on, uh, on the way to work. It's just, there seems to be such little discussion. I think the, cr- the cricketer had a single sentence about it in all their gushings of how wonderful Surrey were. There seems to be a very, li- a very, yeah, forgotten about Essex. Essex have got a, a quality team. You look at the leaderboards. We've got our bowlers and batsmen are littered amongst the the, the best uh, of the season, and it just seems to be like no one's really mentioning that Surrey didn't coast to the end of season. It, if it wasn't for the weather um, going in Essex's against Essex, Essex, they would have been a lot tighter. And also towards the end of the season, there's that false false gap where Wesley's hand was. Um, was twisted to make sure to try and get that win at Hampton. It didn't pull off, but, it, but mm. had, had that pressure not been on Wesley, we, it would have gone for the draw and the gap point would have been slower. And then the, the pressure would have been off for the Northampton game and the gap, the points would have been, would have been. So sorry, haven't that margin is, uh, is really artificial. Um, and I don't think that's, it's really been Essex aren't mentioned within a much more. Yeah. Than, We're seen as also rants, aren't we? Rather yeah. than genuine contenders. And I think, there's a danger of you know coming off as sour grapes but just as a a further point to what you were saying on on the pressure if we don't have as much pressure on us to chase that result against um Hampshire that puts more pressure on Surrey how do they react and everything else do they respond to it and triumph ultimately they've deserved it right over the course of the season they've been the best team and they've they've ground out the results it is just, you know, a bit of a frustration at how a bit waxy lyrical um, the coverage has been on this Surrey side, considering the standard, because we've we've dropped it in throughout the pod that some of these Surrey performances and some of these games they shouldn't have won. Like they've yeah. had some some miracle tail end stands that t- other teams have failed to capitalise on, and then you look at their losses. The losses are from where they've not performed and the teams have gone, well, actually, you've got nothing here. You haven't got that miracle to to bail you out. And, you you know, you measure that against us and we're just consistent. We've not been brilliant, but everyone's chipped in. It hasn't really been a season of miracles or super standout performances. It has been a more collective experience where if people have sort of wagged with the bat other people have at least chipped in and contributed um maybe not got big scores but there's been enough 40s and 60s to build that 300 total that makes the game competitive or with the ball okay there's definitely been some games where people have left with like five or six but in general it's been a bit more spread of twos and threes across three or four of them um and been a you know cohesive unit performance. Yeah, actually, I think it's one of our best team performances for a couple of seasons, actually. Um, in terms, because in terms of yeah, as you rightly say, that all you really need is for a, is for the team to post a few forties, fifties, and sixties, and then you've got a very competitive total. I, I, I don't, I would, wouldn't, it would be awful if we were a team that relied on someone to get a century every game, because that, that's the the, chan- the 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 chance of that occurring week in week out are very slim. So yeah, I, I I think it's been a it's a real shame that we can't. It does feel I know it would be hard to push Robin on it 
because I don't think he's not fair because he wasn't he's not you know he's not an integral part of the first team and it's also not fair for to invite them on a light-hearted podcast and start grilling them um but that the team must feel as if they've they've missed an opportunity here that this season you know, normally you'd be like second are amazing like this like most teams would take would be ahead over heels for second in the league but I just think that Essex is just a bit like you know like we're not celebrating the T20 final saying no one talks about it anymore it's not seen as a highlight despite the fact it's an amazing achievement. No, absolutely. And then, and when you look at the, you know, the the actual the the table, you know, we're not talking like vast differences between one and two here, really. Um, and I think, as you say, it for us, we, we constantly talk about, you know, Essex being a, a solid, consistent unit. I think they have a hundred percent demonstrated that this season. Um, you know, everyone's putting innings in, and it's it it's. Unfortunately, it's not paid off in terms of getting the top spot, but I think very, very respectable um, and a lot to build on for next season. So, you know. Um, I'm going to temper expectations on next season early now. This is like before it's even be- begun. Not this is not even the preview show. <laughs> no, but we, I think we do have to approach next season with really grounded expectations because if this off season goes as I think it's going to go and we're, we're not just going to say goodbye to Cook but probably a few other people I could see us being in a transition and a rebuilding phase for at least two seasons especially with players like Robin coming in because you can't throw them in with the the pressure of well Cook's gone You've, you're replacing Cook you have to now score a thousand runs in the championship or right, he only got 800 but we all know what he can do um and whilst there is some real quality with wesley and critchley and harmer there um we are gonna have you know just a little bit of dearth in the squad size the rotational aspects as well because you know whilst robin's not played every game this season he's filled in he won't be able to play every game next season as well because other people will need rest and rotation and everything else. So we've got that new crop of youngsters who are going to potentially have to fill the old crop of youngsters as they mature and progress. So who knows what pressures they're going to face and everything else. And just because we have been a good conveyor belt of talent and and have that foundation doesn't mean it's going to magically carry on through. Yeah, I agree. We're end of end of an era now. We've got that I think when, you know, those title-winning teams have more or less stayed the same for the last few years. So you've always felt as if we can win it again because we've got players who have won it twice already. Um, but yeah, you, you're, with with Lawrence going, with uh, you know Cook Cook leaving, probably probably others, it's not the same team anymore. It's a completely different team. And my big concern is I'm actually I'm excited about. It. You've got some young players coming through. Cushy's going to get a chance. Robin's going to get a chance. You're going to have um, Charlie Allison, Ben Allison being given a chance. Aaron Beard waiting in the side. You know, so there are lots of good players we've brought through. However, I, it does concern me, um, and I think this, I've said it before twice in the podcast. I think the real reason why um, Lawrence is leaving is because the facilities at Essex aren't very good. Uh, they're tired, and even our CEO came out on a on the. Uh, Victoria Polly show on BBC Essex saying that Essex has Essex's ground hasn't changed much since his playing days back in the in the 80s and 90s. Um, I think it's hard for us to attract real talent when we haven't won anything for a couple of seasons. Uh, the night of the realm in the dressing rooms now gone. The other ex England players not there anymore. 
uh, and then you've got just a tired a, a tired Graham Gooch centre to, to train in. Um, and I, I worry that we're too close to London. If, if you know if you're going to be an overseas player, why don't you play for Surrey, Middlesex? And you know um, that, that's that's my that's my concern. Uh, that, yeah, we're going to as Tree said, we're going to spend a couple of years rebuilding because until I think the reason why. Essex are suddenly getting the ground read and they're suddenly admitting the fact that the Tom Pierce stand is a, is a is rusting to bits. And I'm surprised that the rack stuff hasn't hit the ground like a, a sledgehammer. Um, yeah, I think that we we need we need to not just rebuild the squad, we need to rebuild the entire the entire the entire club to make it uh, attractive to, to to players that we want to bring in. I don't disagree with anything that either of you have said at all, um, but for the purposes of um, rounding up the podcast on a positive um i do still think there are there are things to look forward to but i, I think i totally acknowledge what you're saying um own about the ground um and she's i think you your tempering of expectations is um timely and correct definitely um it's what you do best terry isn't it you're you're the optimist i'm the pessimist <laughs> i mean it's the realist that that sits in the middle and, and balances us all out Exactly, which means that we uh, we work in harmony. Um, so I think that that's a good point for us to to wrap up. Really, I think um, it's been a really interesting season. It's been lovely uh, podding with both of you. I look forward to seeing both of you very soon. Um, and I think we just need one final thank you um, and well done to Alistair Cook um, for his service and also um, just a absolute kudos to Robin for for coming on for our final one of the season. Um, lovely guy so thank you very much robin um so it's uh for a few months goodbye from me goodbye from me and goodbye from me goodbye